Welcome to the Scariest Things Podcast, your gateway to the trends and tropes of the horror genre. This is big episode 150, and I am so proud to announce that this is the Mayor's Choice episode, <laughs> which, through my hard efforts and skillful trope picking, I managed to earn the right to be the trope town, the mayor of Trope Town. I thought for episode for one, now. For, I thought episode 150, you promised John Carpenter was going to be on the podcast. I did, but <laughs> I decided. Mayor will not deliver. But, yeah. but the man just couldn't get his schedule worked out, and I said, "Forget you." Over I'm promise, under deliver. Typical politician, <laughs> right? Typical politician. Yep. So, uh, uh, and of course, uh, the mayor Eric Lee yeah. here uh, is joined as usual by. Mike Campbell and, and Liz Williams. All right. So the the du- mayor, dutiful our mayor's in waiting. Right. Dutiful but angered constituents. Uh, yeah. Trope, Trope yeah. Town population three. Three. Um, three. Yeah. So <laughs> as of the moment, this is it's a, it's a pretty volatile seat that I sit on. And, so rem- I have to take and remind us what Trope Town is and how you got to be the mayor of Trope Town. So Trope Town is it, it's a what episode was Trope Town? Was it was that one? One forty-six. Okay, so not not Just that long ago. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what what it is is it's a speed round where we would throw out the uh, a trope, and each of us would have to name a movie that one of the other people would not guess. Now, I think in the, for future trope town uh, uh, competitions, I think we have to do it sort of off the cuff, and so you don't have time to plan your best strategy. You just have to go. Okay, I'm going to throw Mike. Werewolves, pick a movie. You got five seconds, and then Mike, Mike, right, right. Mike, Mike panics and says the howling and no nope. you know. werewolves on wheels. Yeah, okay. So there, <laughs> but there you go. So it's like this is this is all the quick kind of thinking that that uh, maybe could trip me up the next time. Yeah. Um, all, right, all right. One of one of so the, you the, won the, barely. I barely. I was, I was elected by. Uh, by a fair Diebold voting machine <laughs> process. I think we've talked about that before. Yep. Um, and one thing that I, I get the opportunity to do is to pick uh, the theme for the podcast. And so what I've what I've selected here is a uh, a smorgasbord of what originally I was going to call lowland uh, horror or low country horror because I I wanted to talk about a couple of one a, a film from Belgium, a film from. Uh, the Netherlands, and then, uh, but then I a found film, a film from film, Denmark. But film, Denmark yeah. is it's Denmark, close. Scandinavia. It's still pretty flat, so you know, uh, it's, it's it, not technically in the in the Lowlands because the Lowlands correct. is Belgium, Luxembourg. Netherlands, and Luxembourg. Yeah, so, it's it's those three. The, the low country. So find yeah. a Luxembourgian horror film. Yeah. Uh, good luck on that. That's like <laughs> a, that's that goes along with your Albanian and Tajikistan uh, horror movies, of which I cannot name any. I mean, I will say this about the Lowlands. There are some great, great horror films from the Lowlands, none of which we're going to be talking about. I mean, there's The Lift, which I really like. <laughs> there's Amster- Amsterdam. Uh, there's Human Centipede. Uh, those Human are, Ce- oh, that is true. Those Human are all great. Centipede then there's Daughters of Darkness from 1971, oh, which is yeah. great. And yeah. then uh, uh, Calvaire, which is yeah. Uh, yeah. also uh, uh, Belgian. Uh, and Extremism, That's Fabrice yeah. Duwelt, right? Yeah those, are, yeah, those are all great. So there's... So I guess my point in all this is that there's a rich tradition there's, of yeah. Lowlands horror, and yep. they're they're good. I mean, yep. 
I know you joke about the lift, or I get maybe I'm joking. It's about got the, the lift. it's got the best poster out there. It's got it, the best tagline ever. It's actually a pretty decent film. It is a pretty take the stairs for God's sake. <laughs> take, take the stairs. The stairs. <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah, like for the I, knock knock one. It's free pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all the all the human centipede films are all uh, based in the Netherlands. All of them. I stopped after number one. I just that's the movie. <laughs> oh come on! That's that's not a good movie. Uh, Calvert literally uh, makes me shudder when I think of it because I only think of that the I dance know. scene. I know. Oh. So I, I it's have Belgian to, Deliverance, I, people. I, that's. <laughs> I have a feeling when we have to uh, do a a request for um, Chris Cleland. Yep, mm-hmm. Chris picked uh, French language films, yep. right? So uh, that may Calvert may have to be on that list. I have not seen Calvert yet. Oh, oh it's man, it's really good. Eric, you gotta but... see it. Woo. Yeah, um, but before, not for the faint of heart. Because this the the mayor's choice, we're only going to be talking about three films. Uh, what I'd like to do is I'd like to do uh, also a quick recap of um, attending one of our favorite film festivals from our good friends. Uh, at the Portland Horror Film Festival, and which Mike and the I... The best horror film festival in America, there quite you frankly. Go, there you go. Uh, and and for which Liz was one of the uh, the juror selectors mm-hmm. for um, for the festival. And um, I think this was this year they had more film, more feature films than they'd ever had before. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Good and, stuff. And there was, yeah, and there was some really... Uh, all over the place, and here's here's one of the yeah. things that I, and I had actually talked to Brian Callahan about this when I got a chance to thank him after I I, I finished watching Nati Morty, which we'll uh, <laughs> we will talk about in a little bit here, but it's that he they find this great balance of it's like okay here's a horror comedy here is here's a quiet contemplative thinky piece here's an old school ghost story here is here is uh, European extremism for the for the gorehounds. Here, you know, they they they've managed to lots of lots of foreign films, and they actually they they make a point to say we want to show you movies that you that you may not ever be able to see anywhere else because, uh, or it may be a long time before you see them because mm-hmm. they're foreign films that may not have American releases, or that they are small independent films. Yep. That um, that are that that they don't have a a, a distribution setup yet, mm-hmm. and so, you know, I think. You know, I that that the the balance of the films and and pure indie spirit kind of stuff, right? Um, where you know we we were at Overlook and we you know they had the Black Phone and mm-hmm. they had Watcher, they had they had some big national releases um, showing there, uh, and then they also had some really good independent films. This is mm-hmm. this is this is pure independent stuff, particularly this hundred percent independent. Um, yep. And you know, I think, you know, my Mike, what was what was your big, the, what was your favorite movie from from the festival? Oh, it was definitely uh, it was definitely Stag. But I want to, I do want to give a shout out to uh, What Is Buried Must Remain because I don't think you're going to find a more independent film ever made. I described it as the most singular of its kind. Uh, it's sort of a one of one first ever. This was a film that was made by kids who are Syrian refugees in a Lebanese refugee camp who, when given the opportunity as a part of a special program through the Lighthouse Peace Initiative, 
to do a film, they decided they wanted to do a horror movie and they did it as a found footage horror movie. Like a haunted house. Like a haunted house. And the haunted house in the film is great. It's in Lebanon and it's this old decrepit yeah. uh, mansion in Lebanon. But it's a really interesting film uh, because it's a voice we have absolutely never, ever, ever heard before in in the horror genre. Yeah. Ever. And, ever. And, and the... There's this great introduction from the director of yeah. uh, of the program, and he introduced all everybody who was in the movie was all they also had. It's like this is our writer and actor, this yep. is our cinematographer and actor. Yep. And um, there's just this spirit, this joy of filmmaking that it sort mm -hmm. of it rekindles, you know, your perspective on you know, what it's like to, to go to the movies. It reminded me of Slashback, yeah. which was at South by Southwest, which right. was the Inuit right. film with a, right. where they, where they, they just used the local talent. Yep. None of these people had even thought of going into film school. Yep. Acting was sort of the outside of what their, what, what their normal plans were. And these are, you know, and, and in the case of what is buried must remain, these are survivors. Yeah. These are yeah. people they're, they're uh, and uh so you you have to think that some of that angst and that those experiences get channeled through in the movie. I I think I would have liked to have seen a little bit more more channeling. serious serial horror specific yeah. kind of things about what their their trauma of yeah. of surviving. But they it you know, hey bravo noble effort. This thing this thing looks like uh a an American indie production film. And, yep. and uh, it was but great. I think, I think the best film of the, the, uh, of the festival, in my opinion was stag uh, by Alexander Spieth. Spieth. Uh, it is 100% funny. Yes. It is a great, great horror comedy. Yes. Uh, some wonderful actors uh, in particular, uh, Mary Glenn Frederick. Uh, she is, Oh my God. You she said Tony Collette. Like yeah, I, she, I said Allison Janney. She has yeah, yeah, yeah. she has a look about oh, her. Oh, she does have a look like yeah. that. Yeah, and but she man, face. she is so funny. She yeah. is so so funny. The whole film is funny. It is a great movie. It's not a scary movie, but it is yeah. a funny yeah. funny. But movie. it is a I mean, it, it's a horror movie. There's a it's ritual a movie. sacrifice movie. It is ritual <laughs> sacrifice involving uh, well-meaning Christians. Uh, <laughs> but it is man, it's a good movie. It is a good movie, and hopefully we'll yeah. have. Uh, we will have her on the podcast, uh, Alexandra uh, Spieth, uh, on the podcast here very soon, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. and you know this is one to see in a big hall because oh yeah, yeah, people uh, were just people were just rolling. There are some moments. The supporting cast are just the the comic timing, perfect. Like the the campfire sequence. Yep. Oh, so good. There's not a bad. There's really not a bad actor in the whole film. Right, and and the that has. All of the kind of the anxiety, the the everything that you can associate with, you know, the, there's a bit. It's kind of like what is it? They said bridesmaids uh, meets like I said it was it was a mind meld of bridesmaids and Midsummer and Get Out. There you go. That yes. sounds <laughs> that awesome. sounds about right. Okay. And it, and I so need to if see that it. if that gets you going, go check that out. Um, a movie that uh, I know that Mike has seen Woodland Gray. Yeah, Liz, mm -hmm. have you seen Woodland Gray? Yes, I quite enjoyed that. Yes, one. and it that was a. I think uh, that's coming to Shutter. Yeah, 
Yeah. Would not be surprised. It yeah. It probably may have had the best pedigree of the movies coming in. Mm-hmm. I think uh, as far as getting having a distribution ready to go and that kind of stuff. But um, you know, a you know a couple stuck in the woods, lots of mystery built into it, um, and things. Things are not as they seem. It's, you know, I, I, I it's very hard to describe, um, mm-hmm. but a kind of kind of ghost story ish, in a way, but also kind of abduction horror in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I I saw it at the very end of 2021, but I had already locked in my top ten list, and I felt pretty comfortable with my top ten list. Had I not locked in my top ten list, this would have easily slotted into the top ten films of 2021 because it is. That good. Uh, one another movie that I I really enjoyed, um, and it is a back to basics mm-hmm. uh, ghost story. In fact, it's a, an old classic ghost in the bedsheet kind of a, a movie. <laughs> and it's like, and if you're gonna try and pull that off in 2022, you'd better have some good characters. And these characters mm-hmm. were awesome. I loved it. it's it's a. Um, uh, a story where there's an aging an aging woman whose granddaughter comes to take care of her, and the house the house is haunted, and you're not sure whether you figure that it's either the 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 the, the mother slash daughter who's because the um, the the young woman who's attending the old the the older woman mo- mother died in childbirth. Uh huh. Could be the mom. Right. Could be the abusive grandfather, right? Could be unrelated and just you know, and and it, and it, there's a lot of the classic kind of ghost tropes, moving furniture, slamming doors, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. But uh, you know that doesn't affect you unless you care about the characters and the characters. It's a British film, very cheeky. Mm-hmm. The creeping is what the it's creeping. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, th- <laughs> thank you, Liz. I uh, forgetting that. Uh, Liz, what, what, what was the best uh, film that you saw since you? Since I like probably it watched. Hatched. It hatched, okay, yeah. by yeah. Elvar Gunderson. You know what? Of this year, of the features, um, they selected nine, and I only watched five of the ones selected. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. so I got it some catching so you say, up to do. You say it hatched is the best of the the lot. That was my favorite one uh, from Iceland, mm-hmm. and it is about Mira and Peter, and uh, they're gonna open a um, like. Bed and breakfast on the fjord. Sight unseen. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't buy a sight unseen Icelandic B&B because then there is a, an ancient demon that starts harassing them. And uh, there's a big egg and, you know. Yeah. The, the a, horrors of parenting, I guess. There's a, there's a baby. <laughs> so scary I didn't egg. want to do it. So, yeah. yeah. It's and and the mom just rolls with it. It's like and and I think the the uh, the. What are you gonna do? Thing. You can't return yeah, the B and B. Honey, <laughs> what's going on? You know the 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 the, the um, and it it but it does also have the the character arcs switch. Yeah. In in a brilliant yeah. way. I I thought that was really really wonderful. And and here's another director who we're going to hopefully get on soon. Yeah. Uh, Elvar Gunnarsson. Yeah. Uh, so, Elvar, if you happen to be listening to it, uh, uh, send us an email because we'd love to get you on the podcast talking about this movie. Um, so, Eric, what was the best film you saw at the Portland Horror Film Festival? 
Well, or, best or, is or relative. What is, I, what is the I, one you want to? Really, what is the what is guys. the film you want to hype? Here's the one that for our fans, it's like this is the I dare you to watch this movie, and it's called yeah. it's Naughty Morty. Also, uh, I think what, not what's not the, not naughty. Not 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 N I T I M O R T I. Right. Um, directed by Alex Visani, and it is, uh, it's a it's a it's a taxidermist gone bad. Uh, and this this young woman who is who who opens the movie by stitching lovingly stitching a bird together um, and the care and craft of stuffing a a bird cadaver right she's a taxidermist um, that's going to come in handy at some point <laughs> in this movie um, she is fascinated with death and she stumbles across uh, in when when actually going out there to go find pigeons and raccoons and things like that in the forest to just you know find roadkill and whatnot. She finds uh, two bodies in a field, uh, a, a, uh, a young woman who's dead and a man who's got a horrible leg injury and is close to death. And rather than actually contacting the authorities, she takes both of these bodies back to her estate, which is this uh, Umbria palace, practically, but that she inherited from her father, um, which is a complicated story, and that, and that sort of evolves but in the long and the short of it is, she's curious about the she wants she's she's curious about actually having a human cadaver, and realizes that the guy that the that this is this guy killed the girl right and but she has him tied up, and she's fascinated with him because she wants to know what it's like to kill somebody else and whether he'd be interested in you know, trying his skills out again. Yeah. Uh, and at the same time, it's like this horrible open flesh wound and, and then they do horrible things to the body and, and then there's some other people interfere with what they're trying to do, which is a complicated so were you, story. Were you legitimately grossed out? Oh my God. It was so gross. <laughs> it was so, it was so gross. And it was just, not, not just was it gross. Cause right. like, you know, there's some, some things like dead alive, which sure, is gross. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so gross. But this is gross. painful. This is, it's emotionally painful, viscerally painful. It is it, it, the, the, the kinds of, and it's, and it's just kind of, de- it's demented, but you understand the character. All right. So what do, really what do we good. know about this film in terms of, uh, will it be getting a release? Do we know? And, Ooh, uh, maybe. Maybe I don't okay. know. I you know because uh, there's another movie that um, that I saw that a few years ago for Portland Horror Film Festival, mm-hmm. Framed, oh, which right. was something that I wanted to talk yeah, about today, yeah, but yeah. you didn't catch the message, so we're not going to talk about it. And it's not in the Lowlands. Uh, it's, not, it's nowhere it's not, near the Lowlands. Nowhere near the Lowlands, but it is a gory, so good, brutally violent movie. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was just so violent that I think that it had a hard time coming over. Right. Um. It just it just arrived, by the way, folks. Yeah. Go 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 check out. There's a couple movies called Framed. This is the Mark Martinez Jordan Spanish framed movie. Same kind of a thing. Uh, th- well, that one that one brought you the horror, and it was like a you know a home invasion movie. So it was sure. just like violence, 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 violence. Right. This one is character story moment. But so our top three from the Portland Horror Film Festival. Getting back to the Portland Horror Film Festival, yep. our top three were. Stag, stag, naughty Morty, and and, I'm, I'm and gonna, it and it hatched. I, I think it hatched was great. I also like mm-hmm. the creeping. Okay, of the, there's another movie. So the Parker Sessions was pretty good. Top five. 
Yeah. Um, what is buried must remain. Top Woodland six. Gray. <laughs> Top seven. So yeah. they were all good. So <laughs> out of nine, we've got seven out of nine. We're, right. We're... And and there are a whole roster, and it's Portland Horror Film Festival. So you're going to get sixty short shorts, films to shorts, pick from. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, with one particular shout out to Chris McEnroy for guts. Yeah. Uh, my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Chris McEnroy is so good. And, yeah, yeah. and speaking so good. of Super another funny. guy who would like to talk, we're getting, you know, uh, we're getting Super known. funny. Super funny. And here's a shout out. Yeah. Because this Ooh. is one of the weirdest things that we encountered at, at the festival was someone came up behind us and went, are you the scariest thing? So I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, I thought that was you. You sound, oh my God. Yes. And um, Liz, thank you for paying that woman to approach us at, at the theater. Right, it was, right, right. It was and, very and, enjoyable. And, and Very, uh, very enjoyable. I'll be like, you'll be able to see Mike. He has Peter McNichol hair. <laughs> um, so our new friend is Crystal Connor, uh, who showed up and wanted to, and she she knew who we were because she recognized our voices <laughs> and which is a it was shocker it was super awesome to meet crystal so you know crystal uh krista crystal crystal connor yeah um and uh she is she's she is a horror novelist or yep. a um uh, so uh we'd love to actually get some of your work to so that Liz can Send can, it over, can check it out our our book reviewer extraordinaire. She also did a children's book, from what we understand. That's right. That's oh, right. cool! Which would be a lot of fun. So, anyways, that's that's something to say that uh, we've actually you know I never thought that would ever happen. That's right. And Which is super cool. We've, 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 we've run we into. We can wrap up the podcast right now. To that's episode right. We have, clean we, 150. That's Mic right. drop. Call it good. There we go. Boom. <laughs> Scariest things is done. Over and out. Um, so now getting back to what was originally the mayor's choice, because the mayor the mayor made the decision to talk about the Portland Film Festival. Um, yes. Okay. So let's get going with the uh, not the no longer Lowland. But uh, some of the Euro, Euro, I guess we can still call it Lowland since we ditched framed. It's Lowland and Lowland adjacent. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it's in the neighborhood. So three, three of these films. <laughs> it's in Europe. Might, you know, two of them you might call the, the would be on, on a bit of the extreme end. Um, and particularly for me, um, the this is so the first one of these. So is what are the three? Entrance. What are the three? We have. Uh, the Belgian film Raw from 2016, which right. a number of you may be familiar with, Julia yep. Ducarneau, mm-hmm. uh, and who just finished Titan. Is that really saying Belgian? She's French, She's so French. I know it's a co-production. But it was but filmed in it was filmed in it was Belgium. Filmed in Belgium, and okay. it's you know, hey, France might be uh, low-ish at least on yeah. the, in portions of it. So again, the, okay. the, the term the terminology. This is this is Eric so raw. finding three uh, raw. And then Finale, yeah. uh, a.k.a. The Ringmaster, uh, which was a D- uh, Danish film directed by Soren Yul Peterson. And then uh, also Tailgate, uh, Bumperkleef, Bumperkleef. In, which I, I like that name better, yeah. uh, which is a, a Dutch film um, by Ludwig Krings. Uh, from 2021. From yeah. 2021. Yeah. Um, which, and why did you choose these three films? Tell, tell us that. What is the connective tissue amongst these these three films, and why you made 
poor Liz and I suffer through these. This, this these are good movies. This good pile movies. of these, horror. These. Two out of three are good. <laughs> <laughs> Liz is hot take already. Um, I think is, I might agree with you, Liz. But but you, but you, you we'll might you might you might have different two out of you <laughs> might, your right. two your your two Maybe. might be different. Yeah. Um, so you know I think these were uh, two of the films were. Ones that I saw on the film festival circuit, yeah, um, mm-hmm. uh, Tailgate and Finale, right, and then Raw was one that uh, I, I saw right when we were starting up the the podcast, and right. it was one of those things like it, it had a lot of buzz, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Um, and I think you know th- it it's this movie Raw, it's in my top twenty five. I think it might be number Eric six. Yeah, six. It's not even close to the top twenty-five of my. Films. No, it's like this is this is not. Yeah. It's so, not even my top hundred. Yeah, so six. It's number oh, six. Oh my god! I will review your wow. own your own top twenty-five wow. here. So yeah. Wow. Okay. No, it's it shocking. Is. I like it. Yeah. But you know what? Um. So we're going with we're going. To I just don't want like I didn't rewatch it because I've seen it once uh, and okay. I'll never like. Yeah. There's no reason to rewatch it to well, me. See, I know it. Yeah, the, the things for me, it's like, do I, you know, we, we talked about this when selecting our top 25 movies, which is, um, do I know all the beats? Do I know yeah. all the, do I know all the moments? Do I know all the characters? Do I know the director by name? Right. Um, do I know, you know, I know, so do I have, do I have recollections of when I saw it and all these kinds of things? And yet, and the answers are yes, 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 yes. Um, and you know, it's a, I also I think I, I, what I found fascinating here with Raw in particular is right. that there is a a trend for uh, female European directors to do coming of age movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a movie that has done very well on our website relative to the reviews, which is Blew My Mind, uh-huh. which is a girl turning into a mermaid. Oh, and, right, right, right. Uh, yeah. And it's not a gentle transition; it's an yeah. awful transition, and it's you know kind of a puberty. I'm, what's happening to me? Oh my God, I'm a fish. Right. Mm-hmm. That uh, so that that and it has sort of this similar kind of somber blue tones to it. Uh, and then there's another weirdo movie called Jumbo um, that came out last year, or was it last year or two years ago? It was, but a, a girl who falls in love with an amusement park ride. And you're you're putting these all, all these films into the same category as Raw because that they are, uh, I think, one female uh, female directors putting their perspective on young women coming into adulthood. Now, here's what's interesting, though. You're putting this in your top, not not just top 25, top 10 horror yep. films of all time. Julie Duc- uh, Ducarneau says, this is not a horror film. Uh, well. She literally said. Cannibalism. She has re- completely rejected the notion that it is a horror film. Well, in fact, she said it is a mix of comedy, drama, and it's a teen movie. Uh, I think she's just playing that for uh, yeah. talk. Well, no. I'm just saying. I'm no, just putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. Uh, I don't. This is. I think. I think. I think it's a horror movie, sort of, sort of a horror film. I think it has. Um, I mean, all th- well, all three of the movies that I just described are similar in that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that they have, but this one is the most violent and most hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, relative to like the, the, it has so um, for the, a, a, a a little bit of a narrative here yeah um, so Garance Merillier who plays Justine uh, is a young vegan uh, uh, going to just joining veterinary school 
Right. And comes her, from a long well, line of veterinarians. veterinarians. <laughs> yeah, so the same school, yeah. same school that both of her parents went to and met there and fell in love. And her, her sister, sister yeah. is currently there, yep. Ella Rumpf, who plays Alexia, her sister. Uh, and uh, when she goes to school, she gets um, pranked. She gets it's like all the all the first year students have to eat a rabbit fetus, and then they pour right. what I believe is cow's blood on the whole on the whole lot of them, and it's like, Haha, welcome to vet school, right? And um, and so of course she just does not she's not down with eating the 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 rabbit fetus. It's like most most people wouldn't. Yeah, vegetarians particularly. Right. Um, and then she that as she gets this weird rash that as a reaction to it, and then she gets cravings for eating raw hamburger. Right. And and just going in and it's just it's a, some strange behavior. So a psychosis kicking in, and then there is a a big moment where she's getting a Brazilian with her sister. Right. And a finger gets severed her yeah. sister's finger gets yeah. severed in one of that that is a big mo- that's like one of those like, you won't forget that one and yeah the, and the dog walks around with the fit with the finger oh, yeah. right 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 and then that's she, the only funny part that i can yeah no it's, it's really not a comedy it's not a yeah. comedy um and she's holding the finger and you're going don't do it right don't and then she starts nibbling on the finger and right and that's like cannibal you know that that's your introduction to cannibalism, and uh, but there's then it turns out her but her sister takes it oddly in stride because she knows the urges and that she's got this trick of hey if you want to get corpses this is how you do it right and you car, you create these car crashes and then you go you know get the bodies and then you can get you get all the all all the meat you need off of right. that. Um, but then there are there are some other big twists that happen where there's a she gets tricked by the the, the other students mm-hmm. into going to a party, and you know the rumor had gotten out that she's she might have this weird fetish, and she gets drunk and starts eating like a lab corpse, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's like gigs up, veils, and 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 this is to 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 spoil the ending. There's a lot of there's a lot of biting. Yeah. There's a lot of it's 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 pretty gruesome and a lot of for the uninitiated it's a real it's a hard watch. And I'm a I am and not a cannibalism. Yeah. As you guys know, right. yeah. that is yeah. that is one of my big turnoffs. This is the 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 exception because I love I love the setup. I love the characters. I love the pace. I love I love what they did with it. Yeah. It's like and it's a good looking film. This is what threw me mm-hmm. with the film is I felt like the level of hazing for a veterinary school <laughs> was a little It's France, man. Come on. <laughs> no, no. Like no nobody parties that much. Nobody uh is involved with that elaborate of hazing. Yeah, because it's post grad. Right. Like right. You're you've already little, done. You're li- I, I just kept going. This is not this. This is not Yale and the Skull and Bones. Right. This yeah. is. It, it just seemed way too far fetched for me. Okay. Uh, I don't know though. I've never been to a French veterinary I, I have school party. I have never. I also have never been to French a French uh, yeah. veterinary. You don't remember school. Campbell Club at the U of O? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah. But that was yeah. That was undergraduate. undergraduate and it was and, not and, a French veterinary school. No, that, no I just kept thinking uh, this seems very, very far fetched to me. Yeah. Um, I was also, I will tell you this, I was a little confused at the end of 
about the, and you kind of very vaguely alluded to it. The, How the parents met. Yeah, the through line to the parents and and sort of whether or not they were still involved with the lifestyle. They, the, the managed, cannibalism they, managed lifestyle. To, they managed to make it work. I think the right. thing is that they're fighting their right. instincts. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, that, that part was like, I, like, I kind of got it, but then I was like, I'm not sure if I even understand it. But this it. is part of also when, when I'm saying it's a coming of age thing because right. it's, you know, all of a sudden it's these unnatural impulses right and that she's following up on it it's body change it right. is it is self-image it right. is self it's self-value it right. is uh it's, it's like how to deal with with the with the boy that you like yeah it's like unfortunately she takes to biting yeah which not the healthiest <laughs> relationship right. advice right 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 you know and all right so let's well let's let's uh liz what did you what did you give this what would you give this what do i give on, a five, on a five yeah. star on a five star three and a half I was gonna say three and yeah, a half. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I no, I, I do just, too. Um, it's I like not it. one that if it's on, I'm not gonna sit there and watch it. Yeah. That's yeah. my kind of like if I'm gonna say like, oh yeah, I'll watch this. I've seen it a hundred times. It's yeah. just I saw it. I've seen it probably twice. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. enough. I like it too. I would I would go three and a half. I think it's mm-hmm. uh, it's my second favorite out of the three. Okay, so there's yeah. one that you yeah, really same. don't like. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I've got I've got this I've got this as a five. Five star film. Yeah. Five star five star film. Five stars from Eric Lee Raw. Number six. I'm still that's uh that's probably the most shocking thing I've it heard is... in one hundred and fifty episodes. No, I I had it was a number fourteen in my last uh, when, when I did it. Moved Whoa, and it went years. up that way. Okay. Up. I'm interested way up. to uh, oh my. see the new list. I okay. know. That... I'm shocked. Did it even make the did it make the top 100? Last... Yeah, it did. Yeah, it it did. did. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not the only one who thinks this. I know. I I'm know. not the only. I know. One. All right. What All are right. we talking about so next? Now here's one that probably is my guess is might not might not have been from if I'm guessing of what what's remaining on my list Ooh. may not have been your ticket. But okay. This is uh, finale. Yeah. Um, the the uh, also the ringmaster directed by Soren Yule Peterson starring mm-hmm. uh, Anna Bergfeld who plays Agnes, uh, Karen Michelson who plays Belinda, and Damon Younger who plays the ringmaster, and it combines two of my favorite themes, which is gas station horror right. and circus horror, both of which I have big dead lists for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, currently posted on the scariest things. That's probably the only thing that combines gas station, station horror, horror and circus, circus horror. horror. Uh, so the I gas ca- station horror was done very well. Yeah. Uh, I caught this part as part of film quest of out of Salt Lake city. Uh, shout out to film quest. Um, and this is where uh, Agnes and Belinda are stuck working at a late, night shift at a gas station during the Euro Cup fin- finale, an extreme rarity for Denmark, as what, you might know. Was it Euro Cup? Because I couldn't figure that, yes. that I couldn't figure that Some out math. if, it, if yes. it was like Champions League or Euro uh, no, Cup. No, it's, it, it's or... Euro Cup. Okay. I, so, I, that, that part, I was like, what, what game so are they talking about? In, if they were actually basing this in reality, Mike, when did, when did Denmark last... win the Euro Cup? 2016? No, they they were they went they were in the quarters and they got eliminated by Italy. But okay. in ninety two, ninety two was won the last it time they won. Euro it's the only Cup. time they won it all. Okay, um, okay, and the only time they've been in the finals. Okay. So it's either fictional, right? Or this. Well, no, back it to couldn't have been set. No, because then it goes on the internet, right? In the dark yeah. web, we weren't well, they like had, broadcasting. They had, they had stuff flip on the phones, and so it's like, well, yeah. okay, it's like I wasn't sure. Oh. It's like I think it was. That's true. Um, and I know that you could do kind of, you know. Mm, that's Some, a plot hole then. It's yeah, it maybe. I don't yeah. know. If it, 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 it was ba- they don't ever flash up a date. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, okay, for the soccer fans out there, 
This is this is un, and the re, and the reason why it's a big deal is that Denmark shuts down. Right. Right, because everybody's watching the the game, and so there. So uh, Agnes and 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 uh, Belinda are not expecting many customers that night. But everybody who shows up. But before we leave the game, the game element of it, because that's it is called finale. Yeah. I kept, you know, I, I wasn't expecting them to have like video clips of like an actual match, but I thought it would have been really interesting had they juxtaposed it mm-hmm. against audio of the game going on yeah. and fan noise and excited announcers. That would have been cool. I think that, that would have been But it's like that they left that out entirely. Yeah. Um, so that they they alluded to it, um, although that is how I think that they that was the premise of the, the title. Right. I don't think it's, I think the Ringmaster is a better title for, for, yeah. for what happens in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it's also that they say, uh, now for our grand finale. Right. Also plays, it, it, it has this kind of this circular kind of a, 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 a connection. Um, but the, if someone wants to watch it, finding it is, is under the Ringmaster. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. you see it on yeah. Tubi. Tubi, yeah, uh, Tubi. or Tubi. free, free, free on Amazon also. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, so you know that they that, but what happens because this is a horror movie with a with a gas station uh, trope? Uh, everybody who shows up that night is kind of creepy, right? Um, and kind of suspicious, right? And uh, and then there are some, and then there's someone uh, monkeying around with the stuff at the at the garage, and then there's a ne'er do well boyfriend. Who keeps uh, uh, because there's Belinda is sort of an old old blue uh, blue collar working girl uh, mm-hmm. working the gas station and she doesn't have really her prospects in life are you're going to be a gas station attendant. Uh, Agnes is the daughter of the gas station owner who is uh, going to grad school to be a psychologist. So there, but she works the gas station because of her dad and this is her last day in more ways than one. Right. Um, so. A bunch of creepy things, sort of. It's a slow. The the gas station portion is a slow build, but it flashes back and forth back to a uh, that that Agnes has been captured by right. somebody for who right. knows what, and she gets you know chained to a chair, uh, and 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 then you so you say okay, so you realize that something's coming for him, and at what point when does it happen, and so that each little sort of that there's this this building of the tension of. You know, something's happening at the gas station. Um, spoiler alert, not really a spoiler alert. They get captured. It's torture porn. And it and, and then they get <laughs> yeah. and then they go and then it goes full full torture porn with the with, with a character who they run into earlier in the movie who has changed a little bit, but now is in say like kind of a joker's disguise. And a, as a, a he's a, like a Rob Zombie cast off. Yeah. This kinda. is this is like uh, this <laughs> is <laughs> but a better this actor like, than anybody. This is like th- a, a 30, 31 reject. 31. Yeah. Yeah. This is a 31 reject. <laughs> uh, and that they, you know, that there's, uh, they, they, they were targeted. I think I would have liked to have known why they were targeted. Uh, right. Yeah, that was a big. Uh, yeah, was, and there, there a, and there, 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 there needed to be. Yeah. So as I was saying earlier, I think the first part of the film, the whole gas station piece, excellent. Mm-hmm. The whole latter part of the film. Is like yeah. an F because it doesn't. I agree. It doesn't give you any explanation about who these people are, why they targeted them, what they were doing with them, like what this sort of mysterious dark web was all about. Uh, it, it gives you like none of that, and and then ultimately that whole latter piece really isn't 
they don't tie it at any way, shape, or form back to the finale, the the, yeah. the, the soccer piece of it. And I was, yeah. I was sort of left really wanting because I loved the first part of it, and I thought the the dialogue with Belinda and Agnes was great mm-hmm. and i thought the creepy people that keep coming in mm-hmm. are great mm-hmm. and right. that tension is wonderful right. they should have just kept the whole thing in the gas station yeah, it would have been way more interesting because yeah, there are there are moments where there's like the the what's that car doing right what what are they doing and it's like hey there was a bo- there, there's a woman in the back seat of the car because there's also some things yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that yeah. there were no, no t- notes that that there was abductions going on and that the, but there did you now? Did you know you'll like this? What's that? Did you know that the prologue to the whole film? Oh yeah, is straight out of Frankenstein. It is yeah. almost an exact word for word, word of yep. the Frankenstein prologue. Even the well, you've yeah. been warned. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's straight out of the Edward Van Sloan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't know if you caught that. Oh yeah. no, I was. It just okay. seemed like it didn't. None of those things go together. Right. It, yeah. Like. Yeah, it yeah, it it, it, it did have a little bit of a kind of a Jekyll and Hyde. Although I I kind of I did rather enjoy the uh, uh, the the bust out of the 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 torture <laughs> the torture room thing, and maybe it was. Uh, I'm I'm going to stand by it. I think okay. I, I I you know I I what stand you, by. You, I, you, I gave you, it a four four stars. And, okay. And so I, you guys sound like you're probably in the two mm, two and a half two range. two and a half. Yeah, uh, but uh, somewhere in there. Yeah, you know. But uh, what I because what I liked, and again, this is me falling for. Belinda and Agnes, they're great, and you know it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know it's like, and can they get, can they get out of this p- uh, situation? Because it certainly looks hard to, you know, th- particularly when you know the 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 amount of weaponry at the employ of the ringmaster. Yeah, yeah, and that. Kind I of also thing. didn't, I didn't feel like the ringmaster was a very good actor, and I didn't feel oh, like, didn't. I didn't I, think he I, was that menacing. Oh, I thought he was great. Did you? Okay. Okay. Yeah, he didn't bother me uh, for acting and menacingness. Anybody in any kind of circus makeup is going to be menacing. (laughs) Right, right, right. right. I thought, thought, you know, the two guys who were kind of his underlings who come and harass them at the gas station, Mm -hmm. the one guy with the video camera. Well, they were tougher and bigger. I thought he was more menacing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because he was like sort of, you know, he was sort of challenging the two of them. And right. that, to me, felt yeah. way more menacing than the ringmaster. Yeah. So, you know, I did watch it again uh, two nights ago. Yeah. Just to, to yeah, get yeah. a refresher, and I went. And part of it was knowing what I knew going in was like, it's a little, some of this stuff's a lot, uh, or, or is way too convenient. Right, right, the, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but I did like, I, I agree. I think that the gas station portion of it was a hot plus. boiler. A plus. Um, and so, mm-hmm. so, yeah, perhaps... Like if they had if they had stuck with the the gas station and then they just like shut the gas station down and then held it all there right and would have made yeah would have made more sense and then they would have you know prepped that kind of a thing yeah and you know I again I think if I look back at it now with a more critical eye it's like why why these two yeah but other than right. other than they were easy targets yeah yeah and, you know gas station horror normally doesn't have like a whole right. lot of strong logic to it but sure you know, sure I'll sure take it. Um, anyways, All right, let's get to the top of the pile. The top of the pile. So yeah. this is uh, Bumper Cleef, uh, yeah. Tailgate, which is... This was fun. This one is, I saw at, uh, f- for the North Bend Film Festival. 
And you put this on your top 10 list of 2021. Yes. And I, also, I think I think had I seen it in 2021, I might have put it on my top 10 yeah, list. Yeah, because this one. It is good. And I thought that Joran Spitzenberger. Okay, so this is, uh, the, and, and uh, Liz challenged me to say these names. Yeah. Uh, so this is directed by Lodvik uh, Kranes, who is, I don't know what else he's done. I don't know if you. Uh, he hasn't done I'm any, on IMDb. He has not done any other horror. Yeah. Uh, so Joran Spitzenberger, who plays Hans. Who's the dad? Who's who's your lead lead uh, protagonist? Anik Pfeiffer, who plays Diana, his wife, uh, and his two kids, uh, Rosemarine Vanderhoek, who plays Milu, and Liz Vergeer, who plays Robine, are two spunky little kids who honestly feel like two kids who in the back of the car. Two two sisters beating up on each other. Mm-hmm. And They're great. It's like you totally. They're it's great. Like they are. It's like it's totally natural. All, is, all the characters are yeah. wonderful, and mm-hmm. Willem de Wolf is the uh, is Ed the Exterminator. Yeah, uh, and he's uh, at first glance not not a scary guy, but when he starts acting, you go, "I want at least twenty feet between me and him." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, so this, this you know when I when I watched it, you know the first thing I thought of is like a lot of these films you see and you go, "Oh dear God, I hope they don't do." A you know Ed Part Two or Boomperkleef Two. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, I hope they do it. I hope Hang they on, Boomperkleef Two. I want yeah. Boomperkleef Two. I want Ed. I want Ed back. So this is this is perhaps the best cautionary tale of why manners matter. Right? Uh, do you know anybody who's an impatient dick, a tailgater with road rage issues? Well, such as the plight Hans. of Hans and yeah. his family about to embark on a very stressful visit to his parents' house, which I totally get yeah. how stressful it's like. Oh, yeah. You got, and, the, and the parents aren't like really awful, awful parents, but they're kind of nags. They're kind of well, like, and the dad's going through pressure. dementia. He's right. got dementia. Yeah. yeah so I so he's, he's dealing with it's that. It's a stressful yeah. family trip that they have to drive to, and, and he's got the two daughters in the back seat bickering, fighting over an iPad. Yeah, you know, and um, and he is, and I know someone who's just like this. Yeah, why are you looking at me? No, not, I know. No, not Mike. Mike, is, <laughs> Mike is Mike is chill. I'm not going to out my contact who it's like you don't want to ride with him when he's mad, <laughs> right. and when he gets and and he just just becomes the A most arrogant driver on the road. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, but. It's a situation that most of us can associate with. I mean, sure, that's one sure. of the things is this is really a movie that you can go, oh, my God, this could be me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you ever did you ever as, as little kids, did you ever um, sit in the back of the car and go, <coughs> they're following. It's a, we're, we're spies and, and they're, they're, they're following yeah. us. And you right, keep on right, checking. Right. It's like, oh, there they are again. Right. They're right. totally following us. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, this is the case where he's totally following them uh, because yeah. <laughs> because he, he is because uh, Hans was. Uh, Impatient with Ed driving the speed limit mm-hmm. in the fast lane, and the fa- and the slow lane was passing the fast lane, and you could sort of you, everybody understands that sensation. It's like, come on, man, get right. into the other lane. But rather than sort of let it go, he he run, he he gets up on his on his on his uh, bumper and starts honking the horn, and then taunts him as he passes him, and it's just it's like. Dude, if you knew that this guy was a psychopathic killer with a bunch of chemicals in the back of the truck, you wouldn't have done what you just done. You know what's great, too, is the scene where, again, they go to the gas station, uh, I think is one of the 
probably the most critical yes. scenes in the film. Yes. It, it and it totally reminded me of Spurloose, uh, The Vanishing. It had that oh. same yes. same kind of quality. And I I really loved that scene because you could you could see how something like that that is somewhat well-intentioned uh could ratchet up like that where neither party would be willing to back down. Unfortunately, one of the parties was patterned after, uh, according to, according to the internet, the, uh, the, the inspiration for Ed was loosely based on Henry portrait of a serial killer because in Henry portrait of a serial Mm. killer, uh, Henry is, an exterminator. Oh, is he? Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That so, but you could see, you could see how that that kind of tension had would could could uh, quickly ratchet up where one person is asking for an apology and the other person mm-hmm. is just absolutely flat out refusing <laughs> said apology. Yeah, and and that's the, the uh, because my, why the guy was yeah. going slow in the right, fast lane. Right, right, <laughs> right. And it's all about. I mean, this is this is it plays to a personality type. Yeah. Right, and this is like. I don't apologize. Right. Why do I have to apologize? That guy's being, that guy, that guy's the asshole. I'm not the asshole. It's like, check your ego at the door. Right. You know, because it's like, uh, you know, you never know when the other guy might be dangerous. Yep. Um, Yep. So, you know, and, and, and all of a sudden when, but I also love once they realize, once the whole family understands the consequences Uh and they get nervous about this and it's, and, and it just, and when you didn't, you, you think that there's like, there's, there's a first engagement. Right. And you thought, it's like, ooh, that's bad. Right. And then, but each, as it just keeps getting, just the ante just keeps getting upped and upped and upped. I'm not, I wouldn't dare spoil what, mm-hmm. where it right. goes because yeah. it's that the, but up up to the point where you don't need to, you know, it's not spoiling anything to say there's a psychopath with a bunch of chemicals. Right. In, the, in, in uh, you know, who, who's willing to kill people who piss him off, right? Yeah, against a family who just, due to understandable circumstances, just acts badly. The other film it kind of reminded me of is the very, very first Steven Spielberg film, Duel. Yeah, uh, it had uh, although in in the that. case of Duel, you don't actually get to meet the villain. Uh, but you do get a very, very manic performance from Dennis uh, Weaver. D- yeah, Dennis Weaver, who um, is sort of a collective version of the family, right? Yep. Or yep. the family is a collective version of Dennis Weaver's right. angst in dealing with right. uh, sort of a road rage incident right. in yeah. the early 1970s. Yeah. This, this one, this movie, I think for me, bypasses the Hitcher. Yeah. As, as uh, yeah. you know, for. For I guess road ragey kind of or, yeah, or road trip yeah. road trip horror because it's mm-hmm. I I get it I mean yeah. it's, and the thing is that, that and the the plot and the pacing you you get you get hooked in and it's funny that even like the it's first funny half hour, and it's action yeah. like it's mm-hmm. an action horror but yeah and, you're like rooting kind of for both yes. almost yeah. you <laughs> see both sides you right. see both sides once, once you realize that. Oh, you're in over your head. You go, oh, yeah. I hope you guys make it. But for a while there, it's like, you guys totally deserve whatever <laughs> shit you're getting coming <laughs> right. away because, yeah. you know, the, like the, 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 the kids are not behaving well, you know, and the, and, and the wife's being a nag and he's, and, and Hans is being you're a total. You're all being assholes. Right. And it was <laughs> just like, and you put everybody in the car and we're going to go to grandma and grandpa's house. Right. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, let's rank these three films. Okay. So, so we, we've already, we've already given our ratings roughly. Okay. 
Uh, or we didn't we didn't rate Bumper Cleave. Okay. I, I think it's probably four stars at least. I for gave me. it four. Yeah. I'd go four. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's so I think if you know averaging it out, our recommendation bumper to you is Bumper Cleave. Yeah. 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 Bum- and then uh, Bumper Cleave followed by Raw followed by Finale if yeah. you really need to. Yeah. I I think Finale is <laughs> worth a watch, folks. I think it's. And, I wish it was shorter. Yeah. That's true. It was true. too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they had taken out. 15 to 20 minutes, yeah. I probably would have liked it better. I think, you know, the movie that we didn't that we didn't discuss that was sort of on the table is Framed, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit here, mm-hmm. has some of the same kind of uh, hit-like to, to get more horrible mm-hmm. violence mm-hmm. Uh, that, that uh, Finale was suggesting, mm-hmm. but it takes it to the exponential power. I mean, if, if Finale was and gory... And it does it better. It's like that that uh, framed will engage you immediately and just not, you know, it'll leave you exhausted. I, that's, All I, I'm I hearing is Eric likes torture porn. It's weird. I'm Eric, not normally, that's not my getting. I know. My thing, but I know when I was watching Finale, that was the first thing I thought of was yeah, like. Yeah, because I was straight is, up torture porn. This is very un-Eric. Yeah. This is very yeah. un-Eric. And, and maybe I was it's because of my love mayor- for. It, no, I think it's you just, you're on a mayoral power trip is yeah. what's happening. <laughs> 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 That's what's happening. I just love gas station horror. What yeah. can I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I would have. I think you're right. I think I would have enjoyed a a front to back gas station horror thriller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, anyways. Uh, so until I get uh, unseated. Yeah. Uh, the 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 we're we, staying we, in the lowlands. We will. We, <laughs> we're staying we, in the lowlands. Uh, no, yeah. where are we going next? Yeah. What's happening next, Mayor? Uh, the, Come on! The, the, the next, the next thing that I think you need to pass have, a resolution. We haven't. We no. Uh, this is this is. We're going to have a. Uh, I'm going to. What do you say? Delegate? Oh. No, not, not delegate. Uh-uh. Oh, no, no, or, or come to a. It's a consensus building thing. So we'll, okay, we will All come. Right. We we actually have. Uh, we will. This is uh, a democratic offline. mayoral system. Okay. It, well, All right. It's, it's, yeah. It's well, no. It's a meritocracy. <laughs> the mayor doesn't want to be on record <laughs> it's here. A, people. It's, a, it's a meritocracy. I know that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Man, what a dodge! I have a feeling that we're going to have a, a number of interviews which are going to be coming up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ro- rolling through our system pretty quick here. Stay so. tuned for lots of cool stuff coming from the scariest things podcast.